0: All right, 49ers fans, we are getting closer, Uh, (laughs) closer and closer to the awesome divisional round matchup of the San Francisco 49ers hosting uh, the 6th seed, the Minnesota Vikings. This is going to be a fun game. Welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, I just want to say thank you. Really do appreciate it. Please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you listen. And here's what we got today. We're, We're going to cover a lot of things, but what I want to do is focus first off we're going to talk about the 49ers and some updates that have taken place but then we are going to transition and focus completely on the minnesota vikings defense and there's a lot to talk about Uh, The Minnesota Vikings defense is special, as close to as elite as you can get without being elite, and there's a couple reasons why they are not. Uh, We're going to talk about some of those and some of the issues that they're going to cause for the 49ers offense, because if you were able to watch the wild card round, which I'm going to show you some of that coach's film here in a second what they were able to do to drew breeze was special and it, they were able to make some simple adjustments despite being low on personnel, the cornerback position. Uh, they don't have any depth whatsoever. They literally have two corners and then a bunch of guys who have not played before. And so uh, very curious to see how Mike Zimmer is going to treat that moving forward versus the 49ers. Now, good thing for the Vikings. We don't run a lot of multiple wide receiver sets. Uh, we are among the league lowest, whenever you're talking about three wide, receiver sets and the absolute lowest for four wide receiver sets we just never do it um so uh, curious to see how that's going to play out i think they're going to stay in a little bit more traditional coverage and i think they might even play three safeties instead of throwing a nickel corner out there um but anyway so uh, lots of issues there but first let's focus on some good things okay the 49ers for the very first time in a very long time had all 53 players of our roster active in practice today. All 53. They were all practicing. This is great news. I don't think we've been able to say that since week one. Um, Everybody is active. Now, uh obviously the big ones, let's start with D Ford. Uh he was limited today, but he was practicing for the very first time. Uh now he's been doing training on the side and working out that hamstring, so that's good news. I mean, but this is the first time that he went through all of the um kind of uh, drills and all that kind of stuff. So that's huge. D Ford is the number one. Number two, Quan Alexander, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of questions about this, but uh, and I'll I'll repeat it as many times as need be. Quan Alexander is probably going to play. Now, Kyle Shanahan had a press conference today, and here's what he said: We were expecting him to be cleared for the NFC Championship week if we made it that far. However, uh, he 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 is back earlier than they projected. The doctors have already cleared Quan Alexander, and he was out there in limited fashion today. And Kyle Shanahan basically said, "Look." It's up to the coaches to determine if he's in football shape and is football ready to go. Now, my guess is this. Worst-case scenario, he's going to be active uh, and maybe not play, maybe a backup situation if a linebacker – that's worst-case. But I do believe he is going to play. And it was funny, Matt Mayoko even asked Kyle Shettehead, um, is the plan if he is healthy and active and you feel like he's ready to put him out there as a starter, or are you going to kind of like – Put them out there and just slowly bring them back. And Kyle shed a head, kind of like smirked and said, "That's probably a choice we'll make right before kickoff." Uh, just being sarcastic, he he doesn't want to give anything away to the Vikings. Um, so that's huge. Uh, I I think Quan's playing. I really do. Um, also, Jaquaski Tart completely cleared. He's no longer in the blue non-contact jersey. He is good to go. He is a full go. He's missed an entire month with his broken rib, but he is back and ready to go, which is awesome. So he's back as well. Also, Contavious Street, who has missed time. So we have gone from the defensive interior just being as shallow as possible and Solomon Thomas being the only guy out there, really, <laughs> uh, that you could put your mix and matching all those guys to. We go bring back Earl Thomas. I'm sorry, not Earl Thomas. I wish we had Earl Thomas. Uh, Earl Mitchell, who you know played started for us the past two years. He's going to be key and stop in stopping Dalvin Cook. And now we have Contavious Street, which has some more uh, just snaps, and he can take up and eat up space, and all those things. That's you. Everybody's going to stay fresh. And then also D Ford, and I know he's an outside guy, but for every snap that D Ford takes on the outside, that's how many snaps Eric Armstead can take on the inside. Um so you just constantly are adding 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 um and that's huge this is going to be great because our defense is healthier than it has been in a long time and that is going to play a very important role moving forward um now Let's jump to the other side. Uh, McKenzie Alexander, the corner, he is out with a knee injury. Mike Hughes, the backup corner, he is out with a neck issue. So the cornerback position, it's it's a mess. Uh, it's an absolute mess. Now, they still do have their starting outside corners in Trey Waynes um, and the Florida State guy, Xavier Rhodes. But outside of that, they don't have anything. They have nothing. Holton Hill, um, Chris Boyd. Those are going to be the guys that are going to be out there, both actually University of Texas players, undrafted. Um, they haven't had much playing time at all. Those are going to be the guys that are going to be going out there a so number three quarter, And if an injury happens at the corner position – uh, Vikings are screwed. They have no depth in the secondary whatsoever. Uh, it's just gone. <laughs> it is completely gone. And so let's jump into a couple questions. And yeah, Jamil, uh, back again. Uh, uh, some of you guys that have the uh, bell notification turned on for YouTube, I was doing some mic checks. I got a new mic. This is awesome. Excited about this. Uh, just kind of constantly increasing the quality of this show is the plan. And, uh, while I was doing some mic checks, I hit the wrong button and started going live by accident. So I uh, apologize about that. That has been deleted. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't mean to get you guys' hopes up. I wasn't planning on going live till a little bit later, but after I did that, I was just like, man, we, we, we've got to do it. We got to go live. Can't tease the people. That's not okay. Especially on divisional, you know, round of the playoffs. This is huge. I. I It's funny because I I know that I have a lot of sayings that I go back to, but I'm excited. And so whenever I get excited, I'm like one of those pool string dolls. And, you know, I've got my five to six sayings that I use all the time, and that's one of them. I am really excited about this week. We have four more days till the 49ers are hosting the divisional round of the playoffs. We haven't been in this position in a long time. You know, 2013 was a long time ago. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm a dad, so I'm allowed to say this. It was a decade ago. Uh, I, I think that's allowed. Uh, but anyway, is D Ford coming back official? You know, they haven't said that he's in or out or anything. He is limited currently, but he is back. Yeah, D Ford will be playing um, this Saturday. There's no doubt about that. How big will home field advantage be? Um, yeah, it... The Denim Dungeon, I like that. Uh, Thank you, Wally Lama. It's going to be key. And, you know, Levi's, this is going to be one of the most fun situations ever in Levi's. It's a newer stadium, and whenever they transition to it, the 49ers got bad. I'm pretty excited. I, I really, really am excited about this because it's going to set the tone and the precedent for what Levi's can be. We haven't seen what it can be. This is it, the divisional round, and then we've got the NFC Championship if business is taken care of, but you don't want to look forward too much. You want to focus all of your attention on this week, and I'm really excited um, just because I think that the faithful is going to show out. the The ticket prices are nuts. And you know, I was talking with the family about going to the game, and I was like, "Man, I got a broadcast. I don't think we're going to be able to go this year. And not quite sure how that's going to pan out in the future. But eventually, we're going to be getting up there. It's you know, I'm based out of Pasadena, but uh, my thing is just I want to be able to cover the game and increase the fan experience for everybody else. So usually, that means me sitting behind a computer, <laughs> which it which is unfortunate, but that's part of the gig. It's what it is." Okay, which teams would you least like to play in the AFC and NFC? I say the Hawks. I'm with you, Brennan. Yeah, I don't want to play the Hawks, and I don't want to play the Chiefs. Those are the two teams I do not want to play. You know, my prediction before uh, the season started – was I said the Minnesota Vikings and the 49ers uh were were both going to be playoff teams but I thought the Vikings you know, they're they're very stacked I would say that on defense and man while we're talking about them, let's let's transition here let's jump into some film um so you're going to see on the screen here if you're watching live with us this is the video breakdown I just finished up on the Minnesota Vikings defense now I'm going to show you two separate teams um, with how the Minnesota Vikings line up against. Now we don't do a lot of the same stuff as the Saints. This is the wild card divisional round. Uh, the Saints do some four wide stuff. We don't do that. Um, their blocking schemes not the same. They're a much more active screen um, team, and they got burners on the outside that just run go routes nonstop. So uh, we're going to watch some of the key plays for the defense and kind of what they do schematically. But then we're going to transition to another game, and that's the Vikings in Week 11 versus the Denver Broncos, and that's an important week because the Denver Broncos run the exact same system we do, uh, terminology-wise, uh, a little bit different, but the routes and the zone blocking and the motions and all that quarterback reads. So you're going to see this adjust, uh, you know, about 10 to 15 minutes in, and it's going to change games. Now what the what the Vikings defense does that's so special. I call it the bus special, you know whenever you're coaching and you go on an away game, you line up your biggest, baddest, you know <laughs> most intimidating looking players at the front of the bus and they're the first ones to come off that's the vikings defense they're i, I want to say their're front seven, but really it's their front eight and their safeties Harrison Smith is good gosh uh, Xavier Rhodes their quarter they're huge. The way Mike Zimmer has built the Vikings defense, everybody is a height, weight, speed specimen. So they all look like freaking bad bad A's getting off the, the bus. That's what they look like. They are a bully defense that likes to be over-physical. And you can even see it on the outside with their wide receivers. They will check the wide receiver and get their hands on him all the time, which is great for Debo. Debo loves physical. Kittle loves being physical. Emmanuel Sanders, much more of a finesse guy. But uh, check loves being physical. They're going to have their their match their matchup set. And again, if you look at the film that's on there now, you see a lot of big dudes. <laughs> they got some big old boys. And that's okay because these two teams, the 49ers and the Vikings, they both want to do the same thing. They want to run the ball more than anybody else. Check. And they want to stop the run more than anybody else. Now, the Vikings have not done that as well. If we just look at their defensive, statistical, whatever, the same thing pops up across all formats. They give up a lot of yards, okay? The Vikings give up a lot of yards. They're right near the league average for almost everything or worse. Whenever it comes to total yards, they're 14th. Whenever it comes to first downs, they're 14th. Whenever it comes to passing yards, they're 15th. Whenever it comes to rushing yards, they're 13th. However, the one area that they toughen up in is points. They give up yards. They don't give up touchdowns. Um, They have allowed the third fewest rushing touchdowns in the NFL. They've only allowed eight touchdowns on the year. Again, lots of yards, but touchdowns and points, they're top five point uh, defense. They're top five. So they're stopping people from getting into the end zone. Uh, that that's kind of what they try to do. They're very tough. They're very physical. They front at the line of scrimmage. You can beat them deep because they will do a single high safety a lot of times, and they'll have eight men in the box often. Really excited to see how Kyle Shanahan's going to attack that because he's going to be able to use guys like Kittle and Juszczyk to get deep downfield. I, I, I think you know we saw the huge Juszczyk-Will route versus the Seattle Seahawks. I think some of those things against an over-aggressive defense you're going to be able to see again. Kittle, uh, this game is made for him, especially with him healthy now, coming off some rest, um, looking forward to him running through some souls. That's going to be a thing that happens, so excited about that. Um, and, you know, As we go through this, and again, I do want to say, got a lot of announcements to make if you didn't miss last episode. One, you got to join us for the broadcast. You know, it's been assigned, the game has been assigned to NBC, and Chris Collinsworth is going to be calling the play-by-play. Friends don't listen, (laughs) friends don't let friends listen to Chris Collinsworth. So come join us over on the Hot Mic app. And here's the deal. We are giving away an autographed Ronnie Lott jersey. Here's how you get it. Head over to the Hot Mic app, download it wherever, use promo code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F. Then once you download the app and you're in, scroll down till you see my name, just click on Broadcasters, you'll see John Chapman and Dell DeMont next to each other, that's my broadcast partner. Uh, Click follow. Once you do that, that's it. Then you just got to watch the broadcast with us. In the second quarter, we are going to be giving away an autographed Ronnie Lott jersey for free. So again, all you have to do, download the app, Rush ESF is the invite code one word, and then follow us, okay? That's it. That's all you got to do. And you got a free Ronnie Lot jersey. Hopefully you win it. We're going to be giving that out in the second quarter. And plus it's way more fun, just the community that has been built. I think we're up to pretty close, over 650 followers on the app. And it's all 49ers fans, all in the chat room. You guys can talk back and forth. We spend uh, the commercial breaks breaking down Scheme and answering questions and talking about who's doing well. And it's it's a much more laid-back, relaxed feel to the game. Um, you know me. I, I get intense when I'm supposed to get intense. But uh, head over there. That is huge. You want to win that jersey, please do that. That's a huge thanks to Game Day Sports and Memorabilia for hooking us up with that. And also our other sponsor for making that possible, um, BlueChew.com. So here's the deal. If you want to increase your performance and get that little extra confidence in bed, listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Um, And what BlueChew does is it brings you the first chewable Um, with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And you can take them anytime, day or night. Uh, Full stomach, if you haven't eaten, that's fine. They're chewable, and they work twice as fast as the pills, so you are always ready whenever that situation arises. Um, And that's the thing. If you could benefit from the extra function and confidence whenever it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And my favorite thing about Blue Chew is this. You don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to go through the awkwardness and all that stuff. It ships straight to your door in a very discreet package. No in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, uh, no awkwardness. Okay, Made in the United States, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. So here's the deal. If you use our promo code 49ERS49ERS, 49ERS, your first shipment is absolutely free. Why not give it a shot? Head over to BlueChew.com. Use promo code 49ers. Your first shipment is free. All you have to do is pay $5 for shipping. So, again, that's dot com. promo code 49ERS, and try it free. Go check that out, and, uh, yeah, hopefully that works out for you guys and helps you out. Um, And if you know somebody that needs it, hey, hook them up. Now, back to football. If we look at just what they have been able to accomplish, the Minnesota Vikings defense, they've got some players. And whenever I say they've got some players, they've got five players that are ranked elite according to Pro Football Focus. Number one is Anthony Harris, who is leading the entire NFL in interceptions, their safety. He has come out and just had a career year. He's got seven interceptions on the year and has given up zero touchdown passes uh currently holding quarterbacks to a 54.9 quarterback rating. Anthony Harris, their free safety, they just let him roam around and he you watch film and he just jumps off film. He gets his hands on the football at all times. He's got five passes defense and seven interceptions. Eric Kendrick, their middle linebacker. He is a tackling machine. He's everywhere. Then you get into Daniel Hunter, who good lord number 99 he has 17 sacks on the year. Now, the way pro football focus counts sacks, I think he's at 14 and a half. Um, each half sack counts as one of those. Um, now, Jalen Curse hasn't played very much, but he comes in at spot duty at the safety position. And then, of course, Harrison the Hitman Smith, number 22, who you will see out there a lot of times. And I'm so excited for it to be Harrison Smith versus George Kittle, two of the most physical players in the game at their respective positions. And two guys with a lot of pride. This is playoff freaking football, and we're going to see a great matchup. Um, George Kittle versus Harrison Smith. Anytime you see number 22 come down, man, it just start smiling because we're about to get a show. and That's just what it is. Now, I haven't even mentioned Everson Griffin, Linval Joseph, the huge defensive tackle that takes up half the field. Um, but the corners, there are people that you can attack on this defense. And you just gotta kind of be smart about it. Xavier Rhodes has not played well all year, okay? He has zero interceptions. He's given up four touchdowns. He has 10 defensive penalties. You know, Xavier Rhodes was an all-pro corner two years ago. But, um, how, how do I say it? he's He's kind of like T.O., And the fact that he's gifted physically, he's uncontrollable. He argues with his teammates. He argues with himself on the sidelines. He yells at coaches. And whenever he has a bad game, he has a super bad game. And he's had a lot this year. Um, Xavier Rhodes, if they had healthy corners, McKenzie Alexander should be starting over him. So definitely some people that you can attack. And obviously Anthony Barr, who's making this huge play right now on the screen. Anthony Barr is one of the better run defender linebackers in the NFL. He's one of those hybrid defensive end slash linebacker guys. However, awful whenever it comes to pass <laughs> to the passing game. Uh, gives up over 80% passes, allowed three touchdowns on the year, um, a 104 quarterback rating. He always gives up a lot of yards. So he's going to be matched up with people like Matt Breda, Devin Coleman. Um, they might even put him on Kittle some, and if that's the case – you know, watching the Saints game and I'm going through the film, they're moving Michael Thomas around like crazy. The the Saints are. There were about three plays in a row where they had Anthony Barr on him with safety help over the top. What the hell are you doing? First off, Michael Thomas doesn't go deep. He's a possession receiver. That's amazing. And so you're going to match him up with Anthony Barr um, they got lucky, <laughs> but that's not something that you want to do by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, curious to see who it is that they assign to Kittle, because I don't think that, one, Kittle's, Kittle's amazing, but I think it's going to take two guys, and because they want to keep just one safety back, I think it's going to be Harrison Smith and a linebacker underneath with kind of like a bracket-type coverage where... Anthony Barr stays inside, and Harrison Smith takes deep and outside cuts. I think that's kind of what we're going to see. So excited to see about that. Nick, quick question. Let's jump back to the chat. Uh, Do you think that the Vikings' pass rush will make Shanahan call a conservative game? Now, the Vikings, what they were able to do versus the Saints is they changed their entire adjustment. They moved their defensive ends to the inside, and basically went with what's called like a NASCAR package, where you have four pass rushers out there at all times. Now, these four guys that they were able to move from the outside in are absolute beasts. <laughs> and so it's not like uh, Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin are not small. You know, they're each over two fifty. Um, big old boys that have played a very very long time, and so they kind of went small and pass-rushing situations, and Drew Brees, if you ever want to beat Drew Brees, you get pressure in his face, and that's what they were able to do. Drew Brees had a bad game. Now, back to the 49ers handling the Vikings' pass-rush. Two things. One, we play Aaron Donald twice a year, the best interior defensive lineman, perhaps in the history of the NFL, and so... Those guys are going to get theirs, Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin, but I don't think it's going to be to the point where it's going to wreck our game like we saw with Jadavian Clowney. I don't think that's going to be the case. We are healthy across the offensive line. Mike Person is back practicing. I personally would prefer to keep Daniel Brunskill in there. But Mike Person is a much better pass blocker. Brunskill, I mean, you could make the argument Brunskill is the best run blocker outside of Joe Staley on the entire team at any position. Brunskill is just killing it in the running game. But he does struggle in pass protection. Mike, So, like, <laughs> I can't really rotate guards in the NFL, you know, put in Person during pass plays and Brunskill during run plays. But um, I don't think that Shanahan's going to go conservative. I, I This is where you take out all the stops. You got to win. And, and we're to the point now where if the 49ers lose, it's going to be embarrassing, right? Because, one, the Vikings are great. and Any team that's made it this far is great. There's only eight teams left in the NFL. So I'm not trying to talk down on the Vikings. I'm just saying the 49ers are supposed to win. We're seven-point favorites. We're the number one seed going against the number six seed. The 49ers should win. I just believe that. Um, So I I do not want to see conservative. If we go back, the last two games, or actually that changed with the Seattle game, before the Seattle game, the last two games that Garoppolo did not throw an interception in, we lost. I want slinging the offense. I want it going. I want all cylinders, pull out all the stops, and let's go. That's the way that you win these games. Our defense is back. You look at what our defense did the first eight weeks of the season, not one team scored over 20 points. That changed right after the D Ford injury and a whole bunch of other injuries as well. The defense has to be back. And, you know, if you want to stop this Vikings team, the number one thing you have to do is stop Dalvin Cook. Can't let him go crazy. Also, he puts the ball on the ground a lot. A lot of fumbles. So you go hit him, um, you know, Tart. you've got him coming in, Jimmy Ward, and then you've always got Punch and Fred, Fred Warner. That is going to be key there as well. Uh, from Jimmy Gallardo, uh, what players are coming back from injuries? Everybody! <laughs> we got everybody back. They're all back. Um, you know, nobody's coming off of IR except for Quan Alexander, which they've kind of already announced with the 3 week practice window um i he's going to be active this week i feel it i really really do it uh quan and d are back that's going to make our defense so much better i'm with you um dj jones is not back he is done um how do you feel about matchups um in this game you think we got this any concerns from you yeah there are concerns and again you know if you were going to write the script for okay how do the vikings win this game number 1 um, as I said a while ago, Dalvin Cook's going to go off. Okay, Number two, the Vikings' defense is going to stop, stop us from scoring touchdowns and make us settle for field goals. 49ers need touchdowns, not field goals. Uh, not so much worried about turnovers and things like that. But we got to make Kirk Cousins uncomfortable, and we cannot settle on field goals. I'm going to do a whole other episode with predictions and keys and all that stuff, and we're kind of breaking it down throughout this week a little bit slower than normal because, one, 49ers didn't have a game this week, and, two, I want as much attention uh, to detail on this game as possible. I want to cover it as much as possible. I I almost want to do seven podcasts this week just so that we can be together because, again, There's eight teams in the NFL that get a talk right now. (laughs) The rest are done, and we still have football to be played, and I think we still have a lot more football to be played. I really do think that's the case. Nick, uh, what lessons will Shanahan take from our loss to the Vikings? Um, You're talking about week one in 2018. We opened the season against them last year, and they did beat us. That is correct. Um, Yeah, we, we didn't know what we had then. And you know we've got a lot more players now, you know we didn't have debo um you know Jimmy, we did have Jimmy, but we didn't have Debo, we didn't have Quan, we didn't have d Ford, we didn't have Nick Bosa, we didn't have a lot of guys, so they are a different team, and so are we. The teams change throughout the years, and this is a good team. the vikings they've underperformed vastly the past two years. But they can beat anybody in the NFL. So make no mistake, this is a special, special team, Uh, the Vikings. They whooped the Saints in the the Superdome. I almost called it the Thunderdome. Love it. Um, Yeah, Nick, please hit that uh, like button and subscribe. Appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) Answering people's questions despite getting down the thing. Should this defense look like what they did in the Packers game? Yes, you are exactly right. Now, what... Our defense is going to play them a little bit differently because the Packers like to throw to the wide receiver. Obviously, the Vikings throw to the wide receiver, Dalvin Cook, as well. But again, two teams in the entire NFC run the ball more than they pass. It's the Vikings and the 49ers. Somebody put out there that the Vikings are the 49ers light version, and that is so true, especially on offense. The systems are the same. Okay? The coaching tree is the same. The building of the offensive line is the same. The quarterback is so similar, the way that Jimmy G and Garoppolo both play. Now, you could say Jimmy G is much better, and I agree with you, but their strengths and their decision-making are so similar. Their style of play is similar. Um, there, there's a lot of <laughs> – they're congruent. I don't, I don't know. I'm looking for more words to use here, but they're so close. We have seen this offense. Both teams practice against this offense all year. So, yeah, the defense should be able to step up because we're going to be at our healthiest as we have been since week one. That is huge. Um, What will it take for the Niners to force Cousins into his bad habits in a bad game? (sighs) I think it's going to take – got to stop the run. And Nick Bosa said this in the press conference today. You know, he did it in his most, like, lethargic, you know, nonchalant way ever. Oh, well, we got to stop the run, and then if we stop the run, then we can pass rush. We can't pass rush if we don't stop the run. Uh, <laughs> that's it, but he's exactly right. And you've got to stop the run and force third, and long. Second and long. The reason why you go back and you watch the film, which if you want to watch the film, come join us over um, on my Patreon. Appreciate, man, It the support has freaking gone nuts Um, Head over to mypatreon.com or patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush Podcast. You'll find us. You'll see the emblem. Join the Frank Gore tier. It's eight bucks a month, and you get all the video breakdowns, and it's all year round. We'll be doing draft videos. We'll be doing football one-on-one videos. We'll be going back over highlight videos, all kinds of different stuff, scheme, whatever. It's all year. Now, the people that have joined us over there, I just want to say thank you. Listen to this group of people that have joined us just in the past week, Bo Terry, Matt, Red Eye Jedi, Mark, Uh, Roberto, Ronald, Connor, Fabrizio. Are you kidding me? Uh, That's the best name ever. Uh, Cannot say thank you enough. A big reason why I have all this new equipment and new lighting and new cameras and all this stuff is because of their whatever comes into Patreon goes right back to the website. Um, buying things like the uh, you know, the jersey and giveaways and app development. And I just want to say thank you. So if you are one of those people that actually enjoys what we do here, please head over there to the Patreon account. Um, sign up over there. That is the best way to support us. Um, so thank you for that. Um, Drew, these matchups are far one-sided. Warner and Greenlaw's best game yet this season against Cook – this is the perfect time to get Quan back. Quan was designed to stop players like uh Dalvin Cook who are multifaceted receivers and running backs all purpose backs and again, they had Fred Warder he's coming off probably his worst game in the past few months, but he's been you know he got six all pro votes deservingly he should have got more, but he he kind of laid a laid an egg against the Seahawks. This game will be key for Fred Warner. And I think Fred Warner is going to force at least one fumble. Um, He's one of the best in the NFL at focusing on the ball and punching the ball. Dalvin Cook has terrible ball security. Very, very excited. I'm telling you right now, guys, uh, Fred Warner is going to cause a fumble on Dalvin Cook. It's happening. Um, I wish there was a way I could bet that, <laughs> but there is not. Uh, it's going to happen. Fred Warner is going to ball out. And a big reason why he's going to be able to ball out is because Quan's back. Fred doesn't have to do everything. Uh, Greenlaw is going to be back. And, again, they do two tight end sets. So even though Dre Greenlaw snaps will go down, you're going to have all three of those bad boys out there at the same time, and you're going to try to run against those three linebackers? Please, please. That is what I want to see because I'm telling you right now that plays into the 49ers' strengths so much. Stop the run early. Get after the pass rush late. Now, it is now time for my bet of the week. I'm going to do another one on our next episode, but um, this one is all across the platforms. I put together a three-team teaser, and if you don't know what a teaser is, it's where you it's like a parlay, but you get a bunch of points, okay? So, Head over to mybookie.ag, the number one sports betting site in the world. Uh, they have supported the podcast all year. Really do appreciate them. They're the best because so easy to get money in, so easy to get money out. They have the most prop bets of any site online, and uh, they're always updating their stuff, So, which is awesome. Um, I was able to get in on Tua tie, tie of whatever, the Alabama quarterback Um Being drafted in the top 12, you know, I was able to put a lot of money down on that right before the announcement. And, of course, as soon as he announced he's going for the draft, they took it down. And so eh, there's lots of bets out there. I didn't want to put that one on there because I hate I didn't want to say, yeah, put your money on this, and then he says he's going to stay. But I just felt like he was going to go. But anyway, mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, 49ERS. They're going to double your initial deposit if you do. Here's my 3 team divisional round playoff teaser. One, I'm staying away from the Seattle Seahawks and the Packers. I I hate I hate Seattle and I don't want to bet on them and I just I screw those two teams. They're so weird. They're not predictable, okay? So, here are the three teams I'm taking. Obviously, I'm taking the 49ers. Now, I'm doing a 7-point teaser, which means the 49ers are 7-point favorites. But with the 7-point teaser, All the 49ers have to do is win. They just got to win. That's it. So you get a full seven points over the spread. I'm taking the Ravens, which are nine and a half point favorites. That means they just have to win by two and a half or more. So a field goal or more. And then, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, who I I think those are the three best teams left. And I believe they're all playing at home. They're all been rested. Uh, I love these three matchups. You know, usually the way that I bet... Wild card round, I take road teams. And then a, a divisional round, I love taking the home teams. It's just what I do. And so anyway, the Kansas City Chiefs are nine-point favorites, but because of that seven, again, they just have to win by more than two. So 49ers, that's a pick them Ravens, two and a half. Chiefs, two. And so I'm betting 10, then you win 12. That's kind of the ratio. I'm betting more than that. But if you want to bet 10 bucks, you win 12, so you're going to get $22 if that hits. So All three of those things have to happen. Now, I'm putting some individual bets out there as well, and I'll be talking with you guys probably on Thursday for our Keys and Predictions episode, and we will be going over some 49ers prop bets as well. Um, But I want to get to a couple more questions, and then after that, uh, we're going to call it quits here. I've got some more film work to do and put out there, and I do want to give a quick shout-out to... There's a lot of people behind the scenes at the 49ers rush that make it kind of work (laughs) the way that we want it to work. And you know, Tommy and uh, he's got one of the best tags ever at KRW dog. These guys are just cutting up film. And that's a big reason why I'm able to spend more time on the podcast is because we have interns that are helping and really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for all that you do. Uh, There's lots more than that, but uh, just want to say thanks. So, The Vikes have done very good against the tight end. How do you think Kittle will do? I think Kittle's going to do great. I really, really do. Kittle is a prime time player. And what I mean by that is when the moment is on the line, he shows up. Kittle's not one of those people that disappears. You go back to the Saints game uh, in that fourth and two play, which I think is one of the most memorable plays. I'm going to remember that forever. I, I really will. That was just special refusing to go down refusing to go out of bounds all those things and yeah they're going to bracket Kittle he's going to get double coverage I don't care I believe in Kittle he's going to find a way to get involved now does that mean that Kittle's going to go you know eight for a hundred yards and the touchdown not necessarily because he is able to make such a big impact in the running game as well um So, uh, Kevin, appreciate the shout-out. Welcome, man. Uh, Thanks for the support. Really do appreciate that. So excited about this. The Field of Jeans. Love the name. (laughs) Social Security is even giving me a shout-out on here. Appreciate that, guys. Um, So that is going to bring our time to a close. Again, man, this is an absolute blast. And you've got to be able to enjoy this part of the playoffs. you got to. Eight teams. That's it. Eight teams are apart right now the rest all looking at mock drafts all looking at draft videos and we're going to get there eventually but i want it after we finish quest for six that's just what it is uh, i i think that we personally i think we are the super bowl favorites um but you got to take care of this week to get to that point can the minnesota vikings beat the 49ers yeah of course they can uh any given sunday it's a saturday this week though uh <laughs> so forget that i guess but they are a very good football team. But we're a better football team. And if we take care of business and we stay on our side and we do what we know what we should do, 49ers are going to get the dub this Saturday. That's what I feel. Um, With all due respect to the Vikings, who are great I just don't think that they match up very, very well. So until next time, uh, again, make sure you go download that Hot Mike app, Rush ESF promo code, and follow us so that you can get that Ronnie Lott jersey this Saturday, and you can join us for the broadcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Appreciate all of the support. Thank you guys so much, and we will be back soon. And as always, stay strong, faithful.